0: What's going on ladies and gentlemen, saints and ain'ts, and welcome to the Lactic Acid Podcast. I am your host, Dominique Smith. Before we get started, I hope everyone had a very Merry Christmas, and whatever you celebrate, I hope you enjoyed this holiday season. I hope it was as lit as a Christmas tree. And as we enter in the new year, I pray love, peace, blessings, and success for all those who have listened. And I want to thank you so much for your support. It definitely means a lot to me, and I'm excited for what the future holds. We're going to do big things in the year 2022 if the Lord loves us to see another year. I'm very excited for the future of lactic acid. The guest that you're about to listen to today is someone I've known for a while. His name is Mr. Alex Shields. He is a decathlon athlete at Kent State up in Ohio. And believe me when I tell you, he is one that you wanna watch this year. His potential is through the roof. He is a freakish athlete poised to have a breakout sophomore season. He is someone that I got a chance to coach um, back a couple years ago. He was a freshman at a school called the First Academy. Um, that's where I coached. And then I got a chance to coach him um, privately in the shop, put in the discus, you know, a couple years after. One of the best kids you'll get a chance to know. And I'm really excited for you to hear more about him and learn more about him in this episode, his family is one of the nicest families in the world, but they are freakishly athletic themselves. Olympians, volleyball players, division one athletes, just incredible people and they do great things and they make a difference in the sport of track and field. I am really excited for you guys to hear about Alex. We talk about our time at the First Academy. He won 10 state championships and unfortunately his senior year, he didn't get a chance to compete due to COVID, but we talk about his time in high school. We talk about his time so far in college up at Kent State, some of his goals on the track and off the track, what it's like, you know, being a part of an athletic family. And then you get a chance to get to know him as well. And so do me a favor. I need you to go and subscribe and like the lactic acid podcast on apple spotify google play as well as anchor and then if you haven't already follow us on twitter at lactic acid underscore pod and on instagram at lactic acid pod or lactic acid with dominic smith you're gonna love this episode i'm excited for you guys to listen to it thank you so much for the support and we'll catch you on the flip side What's going on, ladies and gentlemen, saints and anks, and welcome to the Lactic Acid Podcast. I am your host Dominic Smith, and today I have one of the best athletes in the country up at Kent State University. I got a chance to coach him back here in Orlando, where he—I forgot how many state championships he won. What is like ten?
1: Between
0: uh, eight and ten. Yeah, I think it was around ten. Yeah, it's double digits. a lot, yeah. Yeah, it was a lot. He was killing it at the first academy, and now he's up at Kent State making a name for himself. He is another mm-hmm. than Mr. Alex Shields. What's going on, big man? How you doing? It's good to see you. Dude,
1: nothing much. Just you know, going through every day, week by week, trying to get ready for this next season coming up. So going pretty well.
0: Alex is a decathlon athlete, uh up at the Kent State University in Ohio. Um, and like I said, he dominated the scene of Ford and we'll touch on that, um, a little bit coming up as well as some other topics, but I have to ask you this question, ask it to just about everybody on the show. If you had to pick a superhero to describe who you are as an athlete, who you rolling with?
1: Superhero, uh. I'll say, I'll say the Flash just because, you know, you know, it's 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 got to be at the speed and, you know, fastest fastest out there. So, you know, I'm always going to stick to it. Always going to, you know, pick myself over everybody.
0: That is crazy because every, almost every sprinter, um, at least that I've talked to, has picked Flash. Yeah, Uh, definitely. Like Fred Curley, he picked Flash. Carrie Richardson picked Flash when I talked to to her. Mm -hmm. So you're in great company there. Like I said, Alex, um, superstar decathlon athlete up at Kent State, had a big indoor season last year. Outdoor was weird for everybody with the pandemic, battling injuries Mm -hmm. and everything. Um, Mm -hmm. But like you said, he's ready to go. So my question, my first question to you Mm I never. I, I'm not going to lie to you. So I. So the first time I heard about Alex competing in the decathlete. So let's let's back up. Alex went to uh, the first Academy in Orlando. He comes from a freakishly athletic family. Uh, that I do. Yeah. yeah. For
1: sure.
0: Sister plays volleyball at um, South Carolina.
1: Yeah, she actually uh, finished up this uh, two years ago. Okay. So, um, yeah, and now she's a uh, volunteer coaching at the University of Pittsburgh. She's OK. In, um, yeah. She's in our med program right now. So she's doing her own thing. She's rocking it. So OK. No. That's what's
0: up. That's what's up. So, yeah, his sister, uh, standout division one athlete. His father was a track and field standout at the University of Pittsburgh and now um, is an elite coach, um, coach of some of the town around the country. And your mother was an Olympic long jumper.
1: Yes. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So the genes run the athletic genes run well in the Shields family, but yeah. Alex was a standout hurdler uh, back in the day. And I got you know a story. I want to um, I wanted your perspective on it uh, when you were a freshman at the state championship meet. But he, he pretty much from the time he stepped on campus uh, dominated the hurdle scene. Did not lose a state championship. Um, unfortunately, was robbed of a chance to compete at States due to this pandemic. Everybody stay safe. Um, and then went to Kent State as the decathlon athlete. But when I worked with Alex, um, I was a shot putting discus coach. And so we started, um, started helping him out with the throws a little bit in the summer. I was shocked about you choosing the decathlon. So mm-hmm. what made you come to that decision?
1: um it was definitely like one of those things where it was uh you know you've been doing hurdles and long jump your whole life you know why don't you venture out do some other things see what you know what maybe other things you could be good at and I thought to myself like well I'm good at all the jumps and at all the runs I can throw a little bit um and then it hit me I was like oh try out the multi-event so um even when I was younger I used to do pentathlons all the time and and uh, I think that was about the, as far as it went, um, as far as me doing multi-events. And so I think my junior year, my dad was like, you know, all right, we're going to start training for the multi. You're going to be a decathlete. I was like, ah, uh, OK. So yeah, it was definitely one of those things where I looked at all the events. I was like, OK, yeah, I think I can do this. And Then I came across pole vault and I was like, "Uh oh, I don't I don't know what to do here so um that was definitely a big transition for me um learning how to pole vault and, and it's been going really well I've been you know hitting PRs and practice you know almost every week from uh since the start of uh this past year so I've been you know really happy with where I'm at and, and how things are going training wise and how everything else is going with with school and just being up here the atmosphere of the team um, and, and I'm just really happy and looking forward to, you know, what we can do this this upcoming season. What – is there somebody that you
0: kind of looked at as an example um, mm-hmm. as to, okay, well, this guy, you know, multidimensional. I think, you know, for me, you know, I'm not saying you are him, but mm-hmm. from a, a athletic build um, and a very skilled – Build, you know, you have a lot of tricks that Ashton Eaton had. Is there mm. someone that you kind of looked up to, or you said, "Okay, this is how this person did it," and you kind of took after when it comes to molding your um, technique, if you will, mm. as a decathlon athlete?
1: Um, definitely, Ashton Eaton was one of the bigger bigger names that I've definitely uh, been looking at, even a few years ago when I was just getting into it, and I was like, okay well, what were his best events? And, and I compared that to what my best events were and they were kind of similar, you know, sprints, jumps. And I was like, okay, well, he's not a slouch in in the throws or, or the pole vault. So, you know, it's definitely something that I have to keep working on each and every day. And, and also another big name, um, my own teammate from last year, TJ Lawson, you know, he went to the Olympic trials this past year and, and he didn't do as good as he wanted to, but still, I mean, having that teammate of Olympic caliber type athlete, you know, that's, and to be able to train with him every day last year, that was something that I definitely really helped me and, and really pushed me like, okay, I know I can get to where he's at. And I know if I, you know, do all the right things and, and stay focused and um just stay healthy, even so. Like being healthy is a big part, you know. If I'm not healthy, if I'm not, you know, getting uh my body ready to, you know, go through 10 events and do them all well, you know, I'm not gonna be as great as I want to be. So um definitely being around him and then just watching uh big names also Garrett Scantling you know I've been really paying attention to him because he just came back on the scene um in the multi-world and he's been blowing up a storm you know doing really well at the Olympics this past year so um definitely focusing on uh what they've been doing for training wise and and how they've been preparing themselves and kind of modeling what I'm doing after that and working my coaches and it's been a been a great year so far, so I'm, I'm happy with it. How
0: is life in Kent, Ohio compared to Orlando, Florida? It
1: is cold. Like, oh, man. my goodness. <laughs> it is ridiculously cold. But um, the good thing is, you know, I was, I was born in Minnesota, lived in Virginia for a little bit, and mm. uh, my dad grew up in Pennsylvania Her- or Harrisburg, PA, and my sister in, in Pittsburgh, PA. So, you know, we're no strangers to cold. You know, except for maybe my mom because she is from the Caribbean, but um, <laughs> uh, our family is definitely no stranger to cold so we've I've been acclimated to it and and, we, and we're I'm blessed enough to have a field house and an indoor facility that's you know really well and uh, can keep it always 70 degrees in the field house. so um, it's always warm. it's always you know good training ground and, and you know it's it's nice because we were able actually able to hold conference our conference meet this year so our conference championship meet. And I'm really happy about that. You know, get the home crowd going and, you know, get full capacity and, and just have a have a good old time with it. So, but, um, yeah, go ahead.
0: So we'll, we'll get to a uh, little bit more specifics at, you know, about your time so far at Kent yeah. State, the great things that you were able to do in the indoor season last year. Yeah. But the one thing I've always admired about you is you are a fiery, fiery competitor. I remember – uh alex in the ninth grade was jumping 23 feet in a long jump almost 24 (laughs) feet i think it was three
1: eight if i'm not mistaken yeah i think that was my junior year my best mark was 23 eight something like that yeah so it was uh it was out there it was was definitely a good mark so
0: i remember uh and that's this is the one i I was thinking about it uh, a couple days ago we were it was State championship meet. Alex ran the 100 hurdles, the 300 hurdles, 100, 110 hurdles, I'm sorry, 300 mm-hmm. hurdles, the long jump, and the 4 by 4 mm-hmm. And um, you were going – this is the 300 hurdles. This was day two. We were at IMG Academy.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: there was this kid, I believe – I forgot his name, but he was from Northside.
1: Yep. And uh, – I remember Tyler Rhodes. Yeah, I, I was – Yeah. Definitely remember him. He's, we've been, me and him went back forth, you know, freshman, sophomore year or my freshman, sophomore. I think he was a junior. Senior was a junior. Year, so. Yeah.
0: That dude, I remember watching him in the prelims. I was like, Ooh, like this, this is like, he finally has some competition yeah. and, and uh, he had the fastest time coming in.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I remember in that race, you were, you were losing coming up yeah. on the stretch. And then all of a sudden as you're coming around the turn, bam! It's just like something hit,
1: yeah.
0: And you you won very comfortably, but yeah. he, it was clear like he he was, you know, out ahead. And then all of a yeah. sudden, something just snapped, and and you yeah. took home that state champion. That's some championship. That's something I will always remember. Mm. Tell me where that competitive spirit comes from. That. Win uh, to win that like you know people say in sports that dog mentality like i'm not mm-hmm. gonna lose no matter yeah. what. and as a freshman that was one of the most impressive things i've ever seen in my entire life mm-hmm.
1: and uh i think i definitely had it since i was young you know my parents instilled in me like if you're gonna do something do it to the best of your ability you know don't don't shorten yourself don't don't you know give half of whatever you got you know if, if you come home and you feel like you still got more in the tank you know you didn't give your bets so um, especially my freshman year, we came in, you know, my dad, uh, me and my dad, we had a big plan. We were like, you know what, let's go and shock the world, go out and win the state championship. It, it's definitely something that was attainable. And as the season went on, I gained more and more confidence, you know, we started winning a whole lot. I, just, I haven't, hadn't lost a race yet. Um, my freshman year. And, and so get, get coming up to the state championship and, um, you know, it was really interesting because uh, I remember watching him, he was a heater in front of me in, in prelims. And I was like, dang, he's doing 39. I was like, 39 low. I was like, shoot, I haven't gone 39 low all year. I was like, all right, well, I gotta do it today. So I went, I think I went 39, like five, or like 39, six yeah. in that first prelims. I'm like that. And I was like, Oh, all right. Well that felt smooth. That felt good. And, and I just remember going in the final. I was like, I told myself, I was like, don't lose. It was like, don't, don't short yourself. You know, you can beat them. You know, you can he got that good. He had a good start. He had one of the best starts, and, you know, I've, I've seen in a while in hurdles. So I was like, oh my goodness. All right. Well, I guess I got to go get him now. So and uh, I just remember hearing my dad, he was actually at like the start of the 100 in the stands or like a little bit before, like by, by the long jump area in between. I just remember really like, you got to do it now. I was like, you know what? Yeah, you're right. So um, I just felt myself, I was like, you know what? I'm going to go get it. I'm going to go get a state championship. And I remember. I think it was right after that race. I just like broke down. Like, no way did I just win a state championship. Like that was crazy. That was your that was your second one. Yeah. yeah.
0: That was your third one. I'm sorry. That was that was um because you won a long jump, you won hundred.
1: Oh, not not freshman year. I won sophomore year. Yeah, so my freshman year, I think I got second. In the not hurdle in the long jump, in the long jump. Gotcha. Yeah. Oh yeah.
0: I okay, yeah, and
1: uh, but then yeah, I won the. I think I won the hurt the 110 hurdles, and I was like, I was like, okay, all right, okay, all right, cool, like this feels good, I want to do this again. So it came back 300. So I was like, you know what, go get it. And that's that's all I thought. It's
0: funny, I was sitting up at the top of the bleachers with it was just like a group of like 10 older guys that, because mm-hmm. the household name, so. The way they did it in Florida, everybody competed on the same two days. Yeah. Uh, it, it was, it was, it was a train wreck. Uh, yeah.
1: It was but, crazy, but yeah, it worked.
0: It, it, it worked. But that meat was so stacked because you got to remember mm-hmm. you had American Heritage was, was there at the time. American Heritage had Anthony Swartz, uh, Tyson Campbell. Yeah. Um, I Feel like I'm forgetting somebody, but they were the number yeah. one team in the nation, or yeah, for the sprints. Miami Northwestern, you know, yeah. that was the powerhouse that was there. They had that. I forgot I, yeah. can, I forgot his name, but he was running 36, 35,
1: minutes see that can um, I think it was Thomas Burns. That's Thomas Burns, yep. Thomas, Thomas, Burns,
0: Thomas yeah. Burns, yeah. Thomas Burns. Um, but I'm sitting up in this in the stands. And I got these guys from Miami, got these guys from Jacksonville, um, and that that was funny. That was actually the race that Swartz got upset in the Mm hundred. But yeah, after your race in the hundred ten hurdles, I remember they were like, "Who is that? Yeah, who 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 is that?" I was like, "Listen, dog, that's a that's a freshman. That's a freshman." And so that kind of and they were just like, "Wow!" (laughs) Like. I was the only Neither. freshman. I was like, "God, listen, you got to keep watching." But that leads me to my next question: mm. transitioning from your success at TFA and on the AAU circuit and all of that stuff, you don't know anything about losing. Mm. Oh, you know, yeah, and not to, I try not to. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You you come in with the winning mentality. College mm. is a different beast, and after this, we're going to mm. jump into that. How has have you been able to transition that mindset on a bigger stage, on a tougher stage, mm-hmm. that will to always compete and not to lose? How has that translated for you up at Kent State?
1: Um, it's definitely my mindset definitely changed a lot. More of coming from like a, oh yeah, I'm the big dog, big freshman on campus, it's more like there's always a bigger fish. Like there, there's always somebody out there that's that's running faster time. So It definitely put in my head like, okay, I I can't stop working. Like I always got to keep going, keep working, keep doing everything I can to be the best I can be. So um, it was just a big, big mindset change of like, there's always more work to be done, and there's oh, you can always get faster. So it was uh, definitely a bigger push for me, um, which I needed uh, to to go and and get what I did done last year. So I was really happy with that. Why track and field?
0: And I asked this because uh, you played football. You were a really good football player, really mm-hmm. good basketball player. Um, I don't know where, somewhere online, you dunked over that seven foot kid from uh, Yeah, Winterman Prep.
1: So you yeah. really got the hops, the jump mm-hmm. shot, and all that stuff. Why track and field? Um, it was just I guess uh, I was most passionate about it, and and I know basketball was like my biggest love, but. I was truly, it was weird because I was loved basketball the most. I was best at football, but (laughs) track and field was like the best of both worlds. So, And I just, I think uh, later on down the road, um, especially my junior year, well, end of my junior year and my senior year, I was really like, okay, I I love this sport more than anything. Like this has been in my life all, my whole life. And, and, uh, you know, why why cut it short when there's so much more to be lived, so much greater things to be done be accomplished so I was like you know what I love any of the three sports but I know that track and field is just taking my heart away right now so you know it's going with it well you can definitely
0: see that passion every time you step out on the track and do the field events well, I, I want you to ex- tell the people who is Alex Shields not track and field related you know they're going to hear plenty mm-hmm. about that yeah who definitely. Is Alex Shields off the track what makes you unique what is it about you that stands out? Go ahead and promote yourself on this. who, who um, is Alex Shields?
1: I'm definitely a kid who's, I, and I'll always tell people I'm a kid. Like, I'm not a, I'm not a grown man yet. I don't pay my bills. I don't live by myself. You know, I live in a dorm, but, you know, um, uh, I'm a kid who's always fun to be around. I feel like I'm always fun to be around. I'm always that smile on my face. You know, I'll try to make you laugh, even in the worst situations. You know you know be respectful about it, of course, but you know I'm always um somebody here to talk to I'm always gonna work hard, no matter what if if some needs get done i'm a, if I don't know how to do it I'm gonna find somebody who does you know I'm one of those people who will you know get after it either way you know and um I just love the opportunity to help people and that's like kind of I don't want to get too deep into it, but that's kind of like one of my future things like I want to be a coach I want to come back. And, and coach other kids, coach, you know, the youth or even high school and college kids, like, this – and it just reminds me, like, this was me one day, and I remember how important my coaches were, like you and my dad and, and Coach Dean and Coach Gary. Like, they, they really – you guys really put me in the spot where I am or put me in place to be where I am today. So, you know, it's kind of like one of those coming back and, and helping the younger generations.
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, definitely very – you were very coachable, um that's for sure one of the things i'm actually curious who in the family do you resemble your sense your sense of style who do you get it from because i Ooh. see posting clothes and then yeah. all this stuff who in yeah. the family, are you the trendsetter or do you get it from somebody else in the family uh
1: i think i get a little bit from my dad and a little bit from like my sister my mom i get it from a little bit of everybody you know i get i think the confidence of my sister the style of my dad and the swagger of my mom like my mom will step out in anything just be like boom i'm here <laughs> and, my, and my dad always comes with fit so i'm like all right cool and my sister got you know she always comes she has great style too so you know i gotta try and keep up with them and try to show off a little bit but um we definitely a style family we definitely like to keep it classy keep it clean you know um, make sure we sharpen every situation. You know, I, I'm always trying to mix, fix up my hair a little bit. You know, I'm, I'm mixing it up. You know, I'm letting it grow out a little bit. He'll twist it up, braid it, you know, whatever. So, you know, always try to keep it keep it something different. I would think you have to in Ohio. It's too cold for a bald head. Yeah. You have, a, you have a headache. I came, I came in last year with with, um, with close up to a bald head, and I was like, yeah, never again. But I learned <laughs> I learned my lesson the hard way. So, oh, man, what is what is being at Kent State taught you about yourself?
0: Maybe that you didn't discover when you were down here.
1: Um, definitely like self sufficiency. You know, I always relied on my parents to do everything for me, but um, definitely like learning how to get my own groceries, do my own, you know, every household I everyday things, and and make sure that. You know, if I don't have a ride to practice, all right, take the bus. You know, find some way to get everything done. So definitely, uh, I think self-sufficiency is the right, right word for for that.
0: I, uh, I had the question in my head, and then it just, yeah. for whatever reason, went away, and it was a yeah. <laughs> question. Um, mm-hmm. so, college life. Mm-hmm. What is it like as a student athlete? Like, I I think people kind of, and I had um, a young man by the name of Samuel Austin. He was a all-star 800 runner for Oviedo, um, mm-hmm. now at the University of Florida. And he he went in detail of how difficult it is. And, you know, people think that it's just, you know, they get a scholarship and, you know, it's all free and stuff. But there's so much more yeah. to it. Um, so tell me how you've been able to balance it, adjust, and I don't necessarily know if anyone masters it, but they find
1: what works for them. How have you been able to do that? Um, it's definitely like, uh, what I recommend for all the young generations coming up, like don't be afraid to ask for help because that's the biggest, that's the biggest mistake, uh, athletes, student athletes can make is not asking for help and thinking they can do it alone. Like you don't have to. It's, it, you can make it so much easier on yourself and, and i definitely have i have advisors my coaches teammates you know friends family not always i'm always like hey can you help me with this or or can you like give me some guidance or whatever yeah. so it's always a situation where like i'm not having to do it alone you know at times of course i'm gonna have to. you know there's times where i have to take responsibility for myself Like, okay i gotta get this done i gotta go out and get this you know whatever it is but um it's definitely asking for help. Is somebody's always around? Somebody's already here to, to assist you. So it's good. Yeah.
0: Just a couple more topics, and we're going to get to our rapid fire. Then we're going to get you on out of here for your weightlifting mm-hmm. practice. So mm-hmm. you came into Kent State. Great success in the indoor season, I believe. um Third in the pent- pentathlon. That's mm-hmm. indoor, correct?
1: Yeah, in the half hep- in heptathlon.
0: Heptathlon. I'm sorry.
1: Yeah um
0: excuse me but then unfortunately you suffered a setback Mm -hmm. Um, you injured your hamstring and that kind of hampered you know your outdoor season Mm -hmm. how have you been able to kind of deal with that from a mental standpoint especially you're a young kid Mm -hmm. you know coming in you have all these big goals and then you have a setback like that Mm -hmm. how have you been able to Grow from it, in all aspects of uh, not just your track and field career, but just in life in general.
1: I uh, definitely staying more positive about everything because uh, last year I definitely got down on myself a lot. I was like, you know what, like maybe this isn't right for you. Like, you know, I keep myself healthy during the season, but um, you know, it's uh, a lot of mental. It's it's a lot more mental than people think. It's a lot of like keep yourself. You know, motivated and 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 staying positive about everything, even when there's hardships. Going, uh you might get hurt, like I've, I've tweaked myself a little bit this this past, this whole year itself, and um, just know, like, okay, you know, take a few days, take like a week, chill, relax, stretch, rehab, and then come back and hit, hit it hard again. So um, definitely, in my mind, my my mind's even that changed to uh, you know, you got this. Like, don't don't stress yourself over it. If you do all the right things, do everything that you need to do, you know, you're going to succeed. You're going to do what you want to do in life. So um, it's definitely a uh, don't stress yourself type thing.
0: Have you been able to rely on your success in the indoor season, you know, going back into the archives, looking at the things that you were able to accomplish, you know, in your training, you know, the fall, the winter leading up to next season?
1: Yeah, uh, especially last year, like from last year to now, uh, I was a little overweight even in the indoor season last year because we had COVID and we got quarantined a bunch. So, you know, and gained four, uh, COVID pounds and, and you know, still being able to see that I get second in the hurdles and third in the hip out indoors, you know, even being like 10 pounds overweight. I'm like now I'm training. I'm, I'm lighter. I'm stronger. I'm like, OK, you know. You could do this while you're over. Let's let's see what you can do while you're in shape and, and yeah. you're strong. You're faster now, so um, you know all all my numbers have been improving. Everything I've PR'd in almost every event so far. You know at least in practice. So um, I'm really happy with where I'm at, and I'm I'm just saying you know for everybody else is out there, beware because I'm coming. You know that's what I was. Be- that's what I was going to yeah.
0: ask. How how are you coming out this year, man? How are you? Yeah. Coming, how's Kent State coming out?
1: Yeah, I, even our team, like our team is coming out, you know, we're all, we've all been PR in their practice. We've all been throwing out numbers that are crazy, ridiculous, you know, um, our, our vaulter is trying to go, you know, 575 or 530, I think, mm. 530, yeah. yeah, and so they're uh, our throwers trying to throw, you know, big, big, super big numbers, you know, throw over 200, 200 feet this year, and, and okay, long jumper is trying to go over 24, 25 feet, so. Um, definitely going to be a big year, and and I'm super excited with with how even me and my own my uh, you know teammates that I practice with uh, the other multi, you know we're we're both trying to make it to the big league or to the to the show this year. So we okay. um, yeah, have we got our eyes set on this year, and I think we uh, if we put one together. I think that we'll be good. What are your long term goals in the sport? In the sport, just. Definitely running professionally. Uh, I want to be able to run for 10, 15 plus years, you know, after college. And, and if I can't get there, then I can't get there. You know, it's my time to stop running and, and go into to the workforce. But you know, um, I want to run as long as possible, you know, at least stay healthy wise. So uh, definitely a yeah, uh you know trying to run my legs off you know, at that point. <laughs> last last
0: two questions, and then we'll get to some quick rapid fire. What is the change that you want to see in this sport? And I'm asking this, you know, we we ask pros this, but from a college athlete, what's the change that you want to see in the sport, especially, you know, as, you know, you're the future of the sport. Mm-hmm. So what is the change that you want to see in it?
1: Uh, definitely like giving us the respect that we deserve. Because um, I know a lot of times tracks looked on us like, the stepchild sport or, you know, you know, it's the sport that not every, everybody does is like punishment. But I'm like, no, it's not punishment. It's we're really like some of the best athletes in the world. Like we might not be the strongest athletes, but we're the fastest. We can jump the highest. We can jump the farthest. We can throw the farthest, you know, and we can do things that, you know, most people's bodies aren't supposed to do normally. And and I just definitely want to see that. OK, track and field athletes are they're They're that guy like and that girl. and um definitely inclusion you know uh even with other sports like we're we're i'm starting i'm definitely positive about it because i'm starting to see a lot of changes a lot of more promoting um and i really something i really enjoyed was uh in the nfl you know you heard about um i can't remember he came back Mm. uh he ran one of the races i was like that is perfect for the sport for football and for track you know including those guys and showing them like okay these guys might be fast on the field, but track fast, nobody can compare to track fast. So um, definitely. Yeah. They, I think DK, I remember in his interview, I think he was like, yeah, they, they got my respect. Right. They, they're, they're that fast. So um, it's definitely good to see things like that come about from the sport. And I, I'd like to see more of that type of ordeal happening. You have a platform as a college
0: athlete to affect change what do you you what do you look to use that platform to do
1: um definitely to either start you know my own career path and and then eventually give back to my community but you know i definitely got to get myself right first before you help anybody else that's you know one of the big things you can't help anybody else with a half plate or you know half bowl of, of whatever you got you know um is definitely give whatever you have but you know you want to make sure that you're steady and you can you're able to get back to the community and, and still, uh, you know, have yourself right uh, first. Yeah. Take me through the most memorable race
0: that you've run in your career. In my career. Wow. Uh, I had to throw a doozy in before we get to the rapid fire. Yeah. Uh,
1: most memorable. I think my sophomore year, no, my junior year one to hurdles when uh, actually, no, it was my sophomore year. I remember um i i absolutely smashed the first hurdle i was like came in i think after the first hurdle i was like seventh, and and like walked down everybody so i was like i was like that was crazy and i remember the crowd was high they're like and so that was uh definitely one of my most favorite races right there
0: Oh, man, I'm actually sad I missed that one. Let me just to fly see if there's a video somewhere of that one. I didn't know that was, that happened. Yeah,
1: I think there is. It's probably a YouTube song. It's like 2017 uh, um, 110 Hurdle State champions. like, someone to look it up or something, but. Yeah, you know,
0: I'm, I'm going to look it up because I, I wasn't yeah. there for that one. I'm actually mad that I missed that one. I've seen yeah, I think, it now before, but.
1: I'm, yeah, I think that was the first year we, uh. The championship moved to UNS, and it, it was okay. at North Florida and it was not Yeah.
0: Okay. I'll have to look that up. All right. So we have a segment called Down the Home Stretch. It is where I ask you a few rapid fire questions. You can answer gotcha. them to the best of your ability as fast as you can. If you don't, nobody gotcha. answers them fast anyway. So it really does not matter. Gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> gotcha. Go ahead. Who are you taking
1: in their prime, you or your dad? Myself, any day. <laughs> anything? Need any, anything? Okay. Go Actually, ahead. except for high jump. He's got me a high jump show, but definitely me. Okay. Okay. I, <laughs> I can dig that.
0: Ty, Tyreek Hill, Usain Bolt, DK Metcalf.
1: You saying I, I it's Usain Bolt any day of the week. Like this dude ran in his shorts or in his sweatpants and sh- tennis shoes and tied the NFL record in the 40. Like They need to stop playing with Usain Bolt. This dude is on another level. And guarantee you he didn't train. I guarantee he didn't train. He wasn't training. If he was, he was doing light work. He was just doing, you know, some tempo runs or, you know, just to stay in shape. But if this dude took a year and really trained, he would blow them out the water.
0: I'm, like hoping, yeah. I'm really, really hoping he does. What is a yeah. meal that you could not live without?
1: A meal? Yeah. Wings any day. What's that's, the best that's my favorite. One? Where's best the best one? one? Yeah. Ooh, uh, there's this wing stop in Orlando that's crazy good. And I think they got some good wings. But my personal favorite always is Buffalo Wild Wings. There's one in Florida in Orlando. It's like right by my It's not too far from my house. and. They got some big old wings, and I'm loving it. I can get lemon pepper and chipotle barbecue every time. Oh, man, you're about that wing life. I like that.
0: I I love them. I like that. Yeah. Top three songs on your playlist before me.
1: Ooh. uh, Ooh, my goodness. I might have to look at my phone at that one. (laughs) Um, uh, Shoot, I don't know. There's a lot. I got a whole playlist. And I just press play. Just pick uh, three up. Don't don't matter what you. Ah uh, shoot, I can't remember the name. I'm looking very fast. I'm look very fast. I know it's at the top of my playlist too. That's the crazy thing. <laughs> mm. There's uh, under the sun. By Dreamville featuring J Cole and the Baby, okay. I love that song. Um, Three Headed Goat by Lil Durk, of course. I gotta get that in. I have some that I listen to. <laughs> Isis by Jordan Lucas. Okay, uh, that's probably one of that song gets me like super high. I don't know why, but it's just like I'm like okay, like, cool. I'm in the mode. So. Oh all right yeah. all right
0: okay you had to pick someone to play you your character okay let me rephrase that if you had to pick an actor to play your life in a movie who would it be michael b jordan okay i can see that if yeah. you had to pick someone to narrate your life who are you going to choose
1: Ooh, margaret freeman he is the king of narrators i don't know why but i love when he narrate stuff
0: it puts me to sleep. I'm not gonna lie to you. Yeah.
1: He does. I'll say my second choice was gonna be uh, Oh my gosh, why am I gonna brain fart? Uh shoot, he play Oh my God, it's a black actor he's older. Um What movie did he play in? Uh he was in a lot. He was in, uh he's a. Uh, uh, he's in Avengers. Why can I not think of his name? Oh uh, Anthony No, not Anthony Mackey. Um he's uh he has an eye patch. Oh my gosh, I can't think of his name.
0: Okay, we're gonna I yeah. I, don't even, I
1: don't even I forgot uh Every so. everybody says him and Lawrence Fishburne alike look alike. They don't look alike at all. Like they always get mistaken. Um he was in Pulp Fiction. He was a black guy in Pulp Fiction. Why can I not think of his name? I can't. He th- with John Tra- He played with John Travolta. He was. Um, it was him, and it was, uh, it was them too. Shoot, I can't remember. We're we're gonna come back to that one. Yeah, we'll come back uh, to it.
0: The food that you had to live without, that you can live without. That I could live without.
1: Yeah. Mm, seafood. I could live without seafood. Really? Yeah.
0: I don't know why. Uh. So, back to the was it samuel jackson or Ving right sam
1: jackson sam jackson that's what okay okay i feel like i feel like he would incorporate the funniness of my life because my life is like there's so many funny parts in comedy and just like silly moments i feel like he would narrate perfectly so okay definitely sam jackson yeah a
0: couple more questions best piece of advice you've ever been given
1: Ooh um i think it was one of my coaches one of my old coaches because he said it's just two words slow down Mm -hmm. just slow down and it was just i was like what do you mean he was like think about anything in your life that you're doing and just slow it down and just take it as it is don't try and rush it don't try and you know you know overthink it don't try and you know yeah just Slow down, take your time, and and come do it to the best of your ability. So that was that was a little bit. I had to borrow this
0: question from uh, my boys over at Two Black Runners. Definitely check out their podcast. Who on the team has the most black Air Force energy? Air Force. Oh my
1: goodness! Oh wow! Uh, my team most black Air Force energy. Probably my one of my best friends, Deja Manning this dude is wild. He is, he is wild but he is wild but he's the coolest cat in the world It's my boy i love him to death and you know he's ready to go at any moment you know if he need if i need anything i can always call him up like yo i need some help or something or like yo these dudes trying to tussle and he's like all right where they at <laughs> so he's uh, Definitely, he, he, he's my boy for real, and, and I love him to death. You know, he's my boys back home, you know, Cam Lake. I always gotta shout them out and, and show my friend Sean. So I always gotta shout them out whenever I can. Cause they mean a lot to me. Yeah, big time players. Cam, definitely Cam. Lake Ellis yeah.
0: at Bryant University, starting cornerback. Gotta have yeah. that for the squad. Last question. What would it
1: yeah. mean to win an NCAA title? Wow, that would, mean, that would mean the world, you know. Um, I saw my mom, you know, go and, and do all that stuff. My mom and my dad and my sister was an All-American volleyball. Um, just being able to call yourself a champion and All-American at the end of the day is something that will always stay forever. Like, dude, that will always be in the record books. i will always be there and, and the name will be passed on the walls forever. So, um, that would mean the world to me. And, and, I would, and I'm trying to go get it this year, so, you know. You know, the big number 13 1 13 2 is, is those big numbers I need to hit for outdoors. And all like, right, 7 30 is probably what I need to hit indoors, but you know, um, hey,
0: make it happen, man.
1: Yeah, just, just
0: go make it happen.
1: Tell, tell the people where they can follow you. Follow me on Instagram at Banjo Shields11. and. I need to put my Snapchat out there. Y'all can find out. Y'all can ask me for that later. That's just... <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah let's, let's just stick the gram. Yeah. Joe Shields yeah. yeah. It, make make sure you follow him. Alex, brother, I appreciate you coming on the show. Uh, Definitely. thank you all for your support. Do me a quick favor. Go on Twitter, Lactic Acid underscore pod. Follow me there. Follow me on Instagram, Lactic Acid Podcast, and the same. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, lacticacid.org the website is out there's a couple articles already written Uh, got a Mm -hmm. chance to uh, talk with siren richards ross and trey hardy back at the prefontaine classic did an article Mm -hmm. on abby cooper two inspirational articles i ask you to read and you can also find all of the podcast episodes follow the youtube page and like i said if you just go on the website it's all there for you um you can see this podcast and listen to this podcast on apple google play and spotify i appreciate your support alex brother we wish you the best this year thank you absolutely always great yep always great Chatting with you, brother and we'll catch you all next time pop